0: yo 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 welcome back to another episode of on the spot sports and before we get to our guest today we have a big shout out front for living sisu living sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport their main objective is to activate your lifestyle so for active it's for active people enjoy discounts at at companies like BioSteel, thirty percent off body Logics, the goalie guild all his books are discounted Roan, lululemon for men off online stretching programs with eccentrics one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun and it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm part of it a bunch of other athletes are a part of it so it's free to join it takes 20 seconds to have it, to get exclusive offers to your sport and it's definitely worth worth it so do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living CSUs membership it's free 20 takes 20 seconds so go do it and we'll see you there Living CSU is a great company we uh we know one of the co-founders Zach Focaly he's a great guy he uh He's the co-founder, and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything, to what me- made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On The Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and in today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey goalie, Hayden Stewart. Hayden is currently playing the SBHL with the Birmingham Bulls and also spent some time this season in the AHL with the Cleveland Monsters. Hayden played his junior hockey days in both the USHL and the NOL before playing four years of NCAA Division I hockey for Cornell University. Hayden is currently in his third year pro, spending time in the Federal Hockey League, Southern Professional Hockey League, and the East Coast Hockey League, as well as the American Hockey League. So welcome to the show, Hayden Stewart. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on. Yeah, no problem. So like, how have you been? Like, you were in Cleveland, and you just
1: got back to Birmingham. So like, how's everything going with you? It's good. It's good. Uh, I mean, it's a COVID season, so... uh... Things are a little different this year, but, um, I'm very grateful to be playing this year and, uh, I've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, to start things out, we'll, we'll get into the season a little bit later here, but like you grew up in Rockford, Illinois. It's like, what was youth hockey like for you growing up in Illinois?
1: Yep. Uh, well I played, uh, they had the ice hogs there, which is the AHL team. Um, so that's how I got into hockey, but I played for the, the local club there. And then I went to play, uh, triple a hockey in madison wisconsin uh, for a bunch of years and then i played one year with team illinois in chicago and that's my that was my uh youth hockey experience so there's yeah. a lot of hockey around there yeah for
0: sure it's good good to get another illinois kid on just because i'm also from illinois so it's good, uh-huh. to, good to have that familiarity with everything around youth hockey Yeah. So, like, when, when did you realize that you wanted to play hockey? Like, how old were you when you chose uh, to play hockey? Like, what made you become, like, a goaltender?
1: Let's see. I was probably, I was probably five when I first wanted to start playing hockey. Um, my first year of hockey, I was six. And then being a goalie, I think just going to the, the Ice Hog games there and watching the goalies, I think that, to me, there's just something special about that, um, something that inspired me a little, bit, a little bit differently, and I'm not sure why. But uh, that's my backstory behind it. I I enjoyed watching those guys, and then uh, I wanted to try it myself. And so I played – got to play a little bit of goalie my first couple years and then uh, decided I wanted to play full-time. Yeah, so, like, what was that moment where you're like, I want to play goalie full-time? I would say even – maybe even, like, my second year of hockey, I might have already been thinking that. Um. But my parents wanted me to learn how, wanted me to learn how to skate really well first, so um, they wouldn't let me play goalie all the time. So, which I'm grateful for because uh, skating is a big part. But I'd say I'd say kind of my second year of hockey, even, even when I was young as like six or seven, that I uh, I had decided I think I wanted to play goalie full time.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome. Just you need to be a good skater to be a goaltender. Like if you're not a good skater, like you're, it's not going to be that fun for you. But. It's good that you got that experience. Like, how important was learning how to skate and learning how to like properly do it well, and like the transition from like
1: forward to a goalie? Um, I think it's I think it's really important. I think the biggest thing probably is is being comfortable on your edges, uh, because once you start playing goalie, it's a lot of edge work and a lot of a lot of using your edges different ways. So, I think you know playing out and, and learning how to use them first is a big big part of transitioning into being a, a good goalie yeah
0: absolutely and just just from the fact that I was a forward before I turned goalie and you could tell so much with like the difference and like mm-hmm. the edge work and you you have to be like sharp on your edges all the time as a goalie and just yeah change directions all the time
1: and just you need to hold them as long as you can yeah exactly so if so if you can uh, if you can learn to do that then um that's a big part of playing goalie so you have you have a good chunk of it down and you just kind of go get to technique from there.
0: Exactly. It's like, then after your youth hockey days, you decided to play junior hockey. It's like, what was the process like to get a shot in the USHL for the Muskegon lumberjacks? And like, did you attend like a camp, get a trial? Um, like what happened there to get you and get your chance
1: there? Uh, let's see. I had, I had gone to like the USHL combine, I guess they call it, but I'd, I was never drafted. Um, I'd never been contacted by a USHL team before that year. Um, I maybe went to a couple, uh, NHL null tryout camps, um, but didn't get anything there, but it was just, um, the way I played that season, uh, I ended up getting called up in January. So it was, so really things can kind of turn around fast. So I, I didn't have really have any really contact before that. Um, I had a good start to the season, my first year of, of midget major, and then, uh, things kind of took off from there. Yeah. So
0: like, what was that call like when you got, got the call to come up to the USHL and from midget minor, midget major and just, just that transition, like how, you, like the, the fast adjustment you had to make.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it was pretty awesome. I was pretty excited. I'd always wanted to play in, in the USHL um, and I hadn't had anything, you know, going for that before that season. So it was kind of, kind of out of nowhere as I was a little bit in disbelief, but I was definitely excited to go. And then um uh, I mean, from there, just moving up, the game is just a little bit faster, and obviously, the players a little bit more skilled. So, just kind of getting used, just kind of adjusting to that, took a little took a little while.
0: Yeah, for sure. So then you play, you got to play in twelve games. Like, what was that first taste of junior hockey like in Muskegon? Just being able Um, to just live it out for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, You know, it's it's kind of the first you know, you're almost playing full-time hockey for the first time. um So kind of that experience and being able to do that, I thought was really awesome. I, I enjoyed it. um And then just, you know, that, that year was a lot of, a lot of uh kind of making a little bit of a big jump for my game and, and working to do that so that I could play at that level. Yeah. So like, what did you have to do to
0: like help yourself, like jump into the, the USHL level from midget major and just, the, just being able to, like, just the guys get stronger, the guys, everything yeah. is quicker. It's like, yeah. what do you have to adjust to help your game?
1: Well, the, the biggest thing when you go from when you go from one level up to any other level is always the speed. It um, doesn't matter what, what level it is. So, um, you know, the, things happen faster. But at, at the same time, as a goalie, uh, you know, while the forage are more skilled, the guys playing defense are better. So things kind of happen faster. So it's it's more about kind of reading and always being in a good position, and the puck will hit you. Um, I'd say that's kind of the biggest thing. You know, there were times where I'd be too aggressive, um, which I could get away with, but I had to. But once I got to the USHL, I had to learn to kind of reel that in a little bit and uh, learn how to play it a little bit more situational.
0: Yeah, and that's huge because, like, the depth, like, really does matter because if Mm you play aggressive, you can't get to that backdoor play. But if if you're, like, in, like, a neutral stance, you could get to that backdoor. So it just depends on, like, the situation, like you were saying. And just – it's a lot of just, like, skills and, like, experience that you Mm -hmm. have to gather from just Mm -hmm. playing games, I guess you could just say.
1: Yeah, because, you know – because things happen so fast you can't you can't really think about it during the game it has to be a lot of your reaction has to be natural yeah exactly So you kind of want to you have to spend yeah it takes a little bit of time to to work on it and get it more into a a natural habit
0: yeah so like how long did it take you to adjust to that and just like feel Mm -hmm. comfortable with how how your game is and how you adjusted
1: well let's see honestly it wasn't wasn't that season um the next season, I went to the Nall, and uh, when I was there, I just kind of got to play all the time. And so going there was really good for me because, uh, you know, while it's technically a lower level, it's junior hockey, and it's good junior hockey. And so um, you're kind of seeing a lot of situations, and, and, and you're figuring out the games down there. And uh, um, that was really good. It gave me a chance to get into a lot of games to make those reads and to get gain that experience. And there's a lot of, a lot of good goalies that have come out of the Knoll. For that reason,
0: yeah. So you get sent, you get sent down to the null, and just like, did you take getting sent down in a bad way? Did you look at it like you're playing more games, and you just, just yeah. to get that confidence going?
1: Um, I think you know when I first, when I initially got sent down, uh, like the first day, I think I was upset. Um, but one of the things you have to realize as a goalie is, I think it's easy to. You know, or any player for that matter. I think it's really easy to get caught up in the level that you're playing at. Um, but I always think the, mo- the most important thing for you is that you're playing. You're playing a lot. Um, you know, so even if you're at whatever you'd call a little bit lower level, if, if you're playing all the time, that's really good for you because you you develop super fast.
0: Yeah, exactly, and just a lot of people would get, like, really down on themselves, but you're playing, so, like, mm-hmm. that's all you can ask for as a goalie is to get mm-hmm. that experience, get the get the reps in, and just play as often as you can because none of us yeah. want to be sitting on a bench or yeah. not playing as often, so we just got to mm-hmm.
1: we'll get in the game. Exactly. I mean, it, it's it's obviously human nature. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be upset um, with setbacks like that, and it's Okay it's okay to, to feel that way. But um, you know, what you have to do is, is you just, you have to remember that uh, it's all about making your game better. And this is what, what will make your game better. And you can still work on your game just as well um, yeah. and even better at, at, at those levels. So.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. So you played down in Corpus Christi for the ice race. Like what was it like mm-hmm. playing in the null South division?
1: Uh, I loved it. Um, I mean, the travel was really far but uh corpus christi is 75 degrees year-round um sunny and um the fans there are awesome and the facilities there are cool They're great organization top to bottom so uh being there i i that was uh, i always try to think and that might have been maybe my most fun year of hockey um it really sticks out to me so uh and and it was good and it's good hockey down there and uh the only thing about the Null South is the travel is super far, but uh, it's worth it, I think.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome. Just, like, 75 degrees, like, year-round, like, coming from mm-hmm. Chicago, the Chicago yeah. area, like, that's uh, that's a whole lot better than staying in the Midwest where it's could be, like, 71 day and then 40 the next day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so, like, how did you take, like, all this, like, confidence in uh, the next year when you get moved up back to the USHL?
1: Well, I think – Again, I think uh, it was just the experience from that season um, that I think once I got back to the USHL, my game had by that time adjusted to junior hockey and adjusted to that speed. So, um, you know, going up isn't necessarily, uh, you know, like when you go up, it's, you're, it's not like the game is harder, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just faster, but, but you adjust to that after practicing for a little bit.
0: Yeah. So then you go into Dubuque uh, for the Fighting Saints and the USHL. It's like, what was your experience in Dubuque and just playing, getting to play games? Cause you also got to play games there. It's like, what was that whole thing? Like,
1: um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of, a lot of fun playing for Dubuque. Um, again, like, you know, the organization there was awesome. And I felt like, uh, I'm trying to think, I mean, I mean, we were, we were a good team. Um, we were very structured. So, so playing games, I felt like there helped me kind of work on how I needed to play maybe within that particular structure or, or ways that I could, could take my, or make my game better with a team that plays with that much structure like that.
0: Yeah. And like how much easier was it for you since you guys had all that structure and just being able to like, adjust. Going into, Dubuque, mm-hmm. into a debut new in a new team, new space, mm-hmm. and just being able to feel comfortable there.
1: Well, for a goalie, uh, you know, if you have, if you're if you have a lot of structure, uh, makes you look better. So, uh, makes it a little bit easier for you. And uh, so, I kind of felt like that was that was part of of being there.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome. That's something you all goalies want to have. Is just you have a feeling that you want to be that you, they you're wanted there and that you want mm-hmm. to be there.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So then you get you get also get moved that year to mm-hmm. another USHL team, the Indiana Ice, where you yep. went 13 and one during your 14 games there. It's like mm-hmm. what what helped you become so successful during that that experience with the with Indiana and just being able to ride that and going into college next year.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, my last, my last couple of games on Dubuque, I hadn't played my best hockey. And, um, so I think it's easy to, so I think going to Indy kind of gave me a fresh start and and kind of just reset everything. Um, you know, like the last couple of games I played that I didn't play my best, like those were kind of gone. Uh, and that's important. So I felt like when I went there, I was just kind of able to reset, um, just focus on, on tracking the puck and, um, and then going on the run is just one, you know, the, that's just one game at a time. Just focusing on one game at a time is really all it is. And then somehow, and then, you know, you you blink and you end up stringing them together. But uh, just one game at a time.
0: Yeah. That's all it sure. is. Yeah, for sure. And it's, I think it's really important that you brought up, like, how, like, you weren't playing the best in Dubuque, like, the last couple of games. Then you, like, went in with a fresh start, fresh minds. Like, mm-hmm. during your time – the last few games with Dubuque, like what was your mindset like? And especially like when things aren't going your way, you're going to be like down on yourself and like, yeah, you never know what's going to happen after that. So like, what what was your mindset there?
1: Well, I think when I was there, you know, it's very easy to feel like you have to try, try harder. You're, you're not trying hard enough. you you're, you know what I mean? So you end up trying yeah. too hard and you kind of end up overthinking a little bit. Um, I mean, it happens all the time. Um, you know, like carry Price this year said the same thing. So, but so I'm trying. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, I think I was kind of trying too hard overthinking. I wanted to change my game, but I really didn't need to do that. Um, so when I got to Indy, there wasn't really any, any overthinking. It was just a, it was just a clean start or clean slate, fresh start. And I think that that you know being able to get that during a during a season. So, at, so at that point in my career, when I had a bad game, it would kind of linger with me for a while. Um, it would bother me a lot, which is which is fine. That's normal. But I think once you get to the next game, you have to. That game has to not exist. Like it, it never happened. And the next game is a completely completely different game, no matter what happened the last game. So I think that's kind of how I've transitioned now to where, um, as long as as long as you play goalie, there's going to be bad games. It's yeah. nobody can nobody can get away away from it. So the key is really just to in your mind, it's, you know, it's so, it's so, uh, it's so clean that it's like the game never happened.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, I used to play like that with that mindset, with where it like mm-hmm. linger with me a little bit. And like, like you give up six goals the game before, and then mm-hmm. you start thinking about it the next game. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to give up another six goals. Yeah. But like I've just learned, just like, forget about it. Like you said, <clears and> just <throat> made, just seem like that game didn't exist. And it really mm-hmm. does like help your mindset overall and just, you being able to play smoothly
1: and freely without anything about backstop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and you can learn from the game. You can, you know, maybe my preparation was good, wasn't as good as it could have been, uh, could have been, you know, maybe this is what I could have done on these goals. Um, but you learn from it and you take it with you. But as far as, you know, letting it weigh you down, you don't.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, you can at that point, it's just mm-hmm. going to hurt your game overall. Right. So then going into, uh, your first season of college hockey here, you committed to Cornell university division one hockey. So like, what was the process like to find Cornell and have it be your school for the next
1: four years? Um, I had, I had talked to some other schools and um, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to describe, but I just feel like uh, Cornell just felt like the best fit for me. Um, I had never visited or anything, but my teammate on Indy was committed to Cornell. And uh, so I kind of bounced a lot of questions off him and, um, you kind of get a feeling what what the best fit for you will be in your gut, so that's it's kind of just a gut decision. Yeah, and you had that familiarity with your teammate
0: committing there, so it's, mm-hmm. so it definitely does help a little bit there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So then, going into your first year of college hockey, like, did you have any expectations going in, or like, did you expect anything at all going into your first season?
1: No, no, I just wanted to get in there and, and work on my game um, as hard as I could and kind of get it up to that new that new speed of college hockey. Yes, that that's great
0: that, you, you didn't, that like, the expectations weren't really there. You're just going to go what what with, with what happened. Mm-hmm. So you play in 11 games your freshman year where you went mm-hmm. two, five, and one. So, like, what was it like mm-hmm. playing a decent amount of games your first year um, when some freshmen get, like, one or two starts their first yeah. year? Yeah, uh,
1: it was awesome. I, I was really grateful that I had that opportunity. Um, and I, and I felt like that was a good that was a good year for me like uh, I felt I felt confident after being able to get in that many games and uh, play well for the most part. so yeah,
0: that's that's great stuff there. So like then like how important was it having a strong mindset throughout your college career and going into your pro years a little bit? like what would you do to keep your your mindset positive and not just overthink like you were doing in juniors?
1: Yeah, I think you know, sometimes even in college, I would, I would overthink the next game too. Um, if I didn't have my best game. Um, but I think, let's see, mentally, as far as resetting, I think, yeah, you just, I mean, you just kind of, you just kind of get better at it. You, you know, you're going to have bad games. I think if you're just conscious of how you want to handle it, which is you just want to completely reset and go into the next game and you just have to, you have to realize that there's, you know, if you have a bad game, there's no, no correlation with the next game with that game yeah you know the next game is going to be totally different like you might have gotten bad bounces that you know that's not going to happen the next game you know so
0: yeah for sure and just you can't dwell on it like you like we were pretty much talking about earlier like you got to just forget about and like completely forget that it happened Mm -hmm.
1: exactly yeah so then Um, going yeah okay go ahead
0: so then going into like your second year like what what was your thought process about like going into your second year and just overall like how how do you think
1: that year went for you? I think that that year, what I really wanted to get was more consistency for myself. Um, I thought I, I thought I played well in in various games freshman year, um, but I wanted to kind of have that really consistent consistency to my game, and I think um, that was kind of what I was working on maybe the next two years. And I'm um, trying to think that year. I know I had. I think that was the year. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play as much. And I when I did play, I know I played against Ohio State, and I didn't play well. Um, so that was tough. But uh, you know, again, it's it's the same thing. You just keep going and you keep working on your game.
0: Yeah. So like, how hard was that? Just like not play as often, but like whenever you get that opportunity, to take take the opportunity, even if it was against mm-hmm. Ohio State. And also, yeah. just like with practices, like playing practices, like games, pretty much.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, and that's, that's huge. Um, if you if you play your practice, I found, you know, if you play your practices like games, when you get into a game, um, your instincts will be like things happen. So things happen fast. So it has to be a lot of instinct. So if you're playing practice the right way, when you get into a game, you just have to trust it because you it, your skills and your instincts will be there for you. Yeah, exactly.
0: So then, going into the next two years, really quick here, you, know, you played nine game, nine games in those two years. Like, is mm-hmm. and that last year was probably your best year, I would say, or maybe mm-hmm. you would say. Mm-hmm. With so like, yep. what was that? Those two years like for your development, and just being able to get that opportunity your senior year to
1: put up some more wins. It was good. Uh, like, let's see. I had, I you know, the junior and senior year were tough because I was injured a lot during that. Um, so obviously that wasn't fun, but I felt like as I had gotten into senior year, I'd kind of gotten that consistency and I'd kind of, and I'd gotten my game to, to a good spot for college hockey. And, and so when senior year came, um, just, you know, because I, because, uh, the work had been put in, I felt like when I got into games, I was more consistent. Like I wanted, my game was better obviously than my first two years. And so, you know, you just kind of see how it builds on itself.
0: Yeah, for sure. So then, like you said, you're you were injured a few times during those years. So like, what did you do to like help yourself recover and just like make sure that you don't come back too early and re-injure yourself, and then just trying to like find your game again.
1: Yeah. So, um, I had a bunch, so I had shoulder surgery. You know, you you just have to be as far as that was concerned. It was just kind of being diligent about the rehab and the therapy. Um. And not, you know, it's it's not easy to, to, to get back from surgery, is it? Um, but I think, you know, after that, you just you're excited to be back on the ice after any injury. So when you come back, you you're excited to be out there and, and you have kind of a fresh start. So um, you kind of have a good a good motivation to to be working on your game and excited to be back out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're just excited to get back out there whenever you can, just. Yeah, just get back with the boys and start playing games and just even if it's just exactly. practices, and just mm-hmm. just being there mm-hmm. like it helps you overall with pretty much. Everything.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So then exactly. after your senior year, you decided to go pro where you find yourself getting an opportunity fresh out of your last game with the Cincinnati Cyclones in the East Coast mm-hmm. Hockey League. And you went mm-hmm. two and two that year. You got four games like what was your first taste of pro hockey like?
1: Um it was good. I mean, it's a, it's a different style of game in colleges. College is much more tight and locked down. And, uh, at least in uh, the ECHL, there's a little bit more open, um, a little bit more lateral plays. Um, so I didn't feel like it was a big adjustment. Um, I felt like the speed and, you know, was maybe a little bit faster, but, but I didn't feel like I had to make a big adjustment, a big jump from, uh, from college to pro there. Yeah. So like getting
0: your first game in, uh, in a Cincinnati uniform, like, was the emotions going through you and just being able to play your first pro game?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I was pretty nervous, um, but, you know, I was obviously very excited for the opportunity. So it's kind of a bit of both, you know, nerves and excitement. And, uh, you know, but but when the puck drops, you're, you're not, you don't really think about that as much. You're just kind of playing,
0: you know. Yeah.
1: And so, like, getting
0: that when the buzzer uh went off and you got your first pro win like well
1: how how happy were you when that happened um i was pretty excited i was pretty happy um it was i still remember that game to this day it was i was just thinking about how much fun it is i mean how much fun i was having um just that it was cool
0: (laughs) yeah can't can't put it any other way but but (laughs) yes Yeah. Like, yeah. So then in your first official year of pro hockey, you go from the Knoxville Ice Bears in the SPHL to the Orlando Mm -hmm. Solar Bears and the ECHL. And then finally the Fort Wayne in the Coast. So like what was Uh your first official year of pro hockey like going from like the SP
1: to the coast? Um you know what I I I really enjoyed that year of hockey. Um so it's so going from college to pro, you're playing a lot more games now. And uh I think that was maybe the biggest difference. And so I thought that that was maybe going to be a really weird adjustment. But, uh, you know, like I said earlier, you just kind of take it one game at a time. So, you know, you have midweek games and stuff, but you you prepare the same way. And so if if you're just going one game at a time, you prepare the same way, then you kind of just get used to the rhythm.
0: Yeah, so you're playing a lot more games and it's a lot busier of a schedule with like games and all that so like, what would you do to help yourself recover during games and just
1: practices? Well, I think, I think it's really important that you, uh, you know, like you warm up and prepare yourself the right way before practice um, on a daily basis and games, obviously. Um, you know, if you have things that bother you, you try to do some therapy or something to keep them from getting any worse and hopefully make them better. Not always easy during the season because your body, you know, is under a lot – it's a taxing it's taxing um and then i mean aside from that like you have to be it's i mean it's cliche but hydration and and sleep are two huge things too to keep you going during the season yeah absolutely
0: and that's probably some of the most important things as an athlete is just to sleep nutrition just Mm -hmm. recover the body and just do Mm -hmm. anything you can to help your help yourself be ready to go every every day when you go to practice go out to a game like any anywhere
1: exactly exactly really important exactly
0: it's like going into knoxville a little bit here you you started 19 games so and you went 11 and 6 during that time like what was what was it like being so successful that first year in knoxville and just winning so many games during that time
1: um i mean uh I'm trying to think back. I, I, It was really good. I mean, it, it was kind of cool um, playing that many games. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, and I think you don't really realize that. You just kind of, you know, like I said, playing one game at a time. So kind of, you know, after each win, it was just a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, then, then get ready to play for the next one. And, and uh, you know, eventually you look back and you strung some games together. So um, that's the best way I can put it
0: yeah that's a that's a great way to put it there so then what was like the biggest thing you had to learn your first full year of pro hockey if you're gonna if you're gonna be successful move up keep moving up the ranks
1: yeah I think I think a big thing is your habits and routines for sure because they keep you consistent they keep you healthy um over that over that span of time and um you know just just the way you want to prepare for games and then as you play you gain experience and you get better at managing games and uh you know managing your emotions during the game so as as you kind of gain experience you just kind of get better and better and um I realized how much of it is just kind of taking care of your body and keeping it healthy
0: yeah that's that's the most important part because if you're not keeping yourself healthy they're not going to be able to play that that often just right. like r- the routines and everything like it gets you dialed in really quickly and you're just able to go right from the right from the get-go mm-hmm. whenever whenever you get put in especially if you get put in like a midway through a game like you're yeah you're you're already ready, ready to go from at that point exactly so right. then you go up to orlando it's so like what was it like playing in orlando playing in the warm weather year round uh it was cool orlando's a really
1: nice spot uh they have a great setup there and uh you know you can't complain playing in florida and it's warm all the time yeah that's so, that's for sure And mm-hmm.
0: just you're it's you go to the beach in middle of february middle of january and just it'll it'll be warm at that point exactly so that was obviously uh that was pretty awesome yeah for sure so then you go in, the following year you stay in the sbho with the knoxville ice bears and the Macon May- mm-hmm. um,
1: like, mm-hmm. what was it like
0: playing for Macon, and where the season got like a bit crazy towards the end when Coach yeah. came into play?
1: Um, Macon, I, I had a lot of fun playing there. Um, it that, that, the the unique experience with Macon that's kind of cool is we were last place in the league when I got there, and uh, we brought a few guys in, and and by the end of it, I think we were in a playoff spot. So, um, whenever you can go in in that kind of situation, and uh, you know the boys kind of get on a run, um, it's a lot of fun. So. I think, you know, and it got cut short obviously with COVID, but uh but we were having a lot of fun that year and and going on a run like that is is uh it's a unique experience and I I really I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, just getting that opportunity to play, like coming to a last place team and then mm-hmm. just putting up a string of games where you're winning and just mm-hmm. getting into a playoff spot, like that must be unreal. And just like you're taking advantage of that opportunity because yeah. they came in just looking for someone to do something. And then you guys come
1: in and go up the, go up the standings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, I can see us getting better over the time I was there and uh, we were really heating up going into playoffs. So it would have been cool to see how we did yeah
0: that's that's unreal so then going into this year it was one crazy off season with no one knowing when the season will start mm-hmm. like if teams are going to play like mm-hmm. like what would you do during the offseason especially since it was probably like nine ten months something like that and just yeah be helping yourself develop throughout the time of uncertainty with the season
1: well I think uh you know during lockdown I, I would just do workouts at home and and things like that like everybody else would maybe do some ball drills off the wall but after that, after things kind of opened up and guys were getting on the ice and stuff, I think really all I did was just kind of do my normal off season. It was just extended. Yeah. Um, so, like so, what just, did you work
0: on during that time?
1: Well, I was, I was working on the big thing with my game is, you know, uh, being a little bit more. I'd say being less aggressive all the time. So, kind of having the extra time to work on that and. And working on, uh, you know, when, when I should be more aggressive, when I should be less aggressive, um, you know, not chasing plays. I think that, that was probably the biggest thing I was working on. Yeah. And
0: do you, do you think it helped uh, going into this season when you started playing games and just seeing the difference from your, how you were last year to this year?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's always fun when you can, uh, when you can go into games and you can see it kind of translate. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it was fun to see that.
0: So then going into this season, you first started out in Knoxville where you played a game. Then you uh-huh. played 11 games in Birmingham and then got loaned out to Cleveland Monsters of mm-hmm. the AHLs. Like how crazy has this season been so far? And like what did you learn from all these
1: experiences that you've had so far? Well, I think, I think uh, you know, going from here up to Cleveland, I just kind of learned how the game is a little bit different there um so you know you try to you try to make your game compatible with all the levels you know what i mean so yeah. so i kind of know how the game is there and i play and you want to try to and you know, i'm trying to think trying to think how to word this the right way but i would say you take what you learned up there and you bring it to whatever level you're playing at and you you work on your game so that hopefully you can you can be at that level and be used to it and be good when you get there so you can make the most of an opportunity you know
0: yeah exactly i like how you said that and just like find that opportunity and like bring it back after Mm -hmm. you get that opportunity bringing it back to whatever level you're playing and just applying everything you learned through playing exactly at the the higher level and just developing yourself even further from that point
1: yeah exactly that's exactly exactly what it is
0: yeah so what what was that getting that call like to cleveland like just in like how did how did it end up happening? Did they just call you and say that
1: yeah completely needed a goalie? Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. They just called me, said they needed a goalie, would like to bring me up. Um, you know, they didn't know how long it was going to be for, or, but uh, that was okay with me. I was just excited to to get the opportunity and go up and learn as much as I could while I was there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, th- I saw that you backed up a few games there. So, like, what was it like backing up the games there and just being – being able to watch
1: the starting goalie and just being watching the guys up there. Well, I learned a ton. I learned, uh, you know, I learned a lot from the goalie and I learned a lot from watching the players. Um, Just kind of things that they do during games that are different than practice because, you know, practice, they have a lot of time and space. So it's way different Um, in a game. They don't have that luxury. So kind of the different plays that they'd make or the things that they would do in a game. It was interesting to watch that and uh, kind of translate that into practices.
0: Yeah, that's great that you learned that all there and just being able to apply it back to where you're at now with Birmingham. Just mm-hmm. how,
1: how is the season going for you in Birmingham? It's good. I mean, uh, right now, um, we are, we're in, well, there's only five teams in the league, but we're in last place right now. And uh, we're in that spot again, like I was in last year, where we can, uh, you know, get on a run and get into a playoff spot. So I think looking forward to that, I'm pretty excited.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So good luck the rest of the way in, uh, in uh, Birmingham. And just I have a few more questions for you before uh, we get okay. this thing over with. So, do you have any tips for goaltenders looking to get to that next level?
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think, our, I think the maybe a couple of tips that I would give them would be um, learn as much as you can and then work as hard as you can to implement that into your game. Yeah, it's, and I think if you do those things, you keep getting better. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you there.
0: It's like, what, like, what have you like, what has been like your favorite hockey moment so far in your career?
1: Favorite hockey moment. Um, We won the, we won the USHL championship when I was there with Indiana, and uh, that's the first kind of like big championship I've ever won. So I think that was uh, that was pretty special. That's unreal. That must have been a great experience and just
0: being able to win the championship, then uh, partying it up after.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had, you know, we had a, that group of guys was awesome. I think as a team, we were well-rounded perfectly. Perfect amount of skill and perfect amount of grit. Both are just as important to winning. Um, even though the grit guys might not score, up, uh, show up on the score sheet as often, but, um, you know, the leadership and everything, uh, that was an awesome group to to win it with. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, you need that to be a successful
0: team and a championship caliber team. And just, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. You get that and you know that you guys are going to do big things.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So my last question for you is what's uh, your favorite pump up song when you're trying to get in, uh, when you're warming up, uh, putting, getting a little lift in like pregame warm up, like what are you listening to?
1: Favorite pump up song. I don't know if I can give you one song, but, uh what i usually what i typically listen to when i'm getting ready for a game and and working out is mostly hard rock like the uh like the old hard rock like uh like i don't know like breaking benjamin or like three days grace or um disturbed or you know any any sort of that genre yeah. um when i'm working out, I get mostly that and then a little bit of rap yeah, um I and think- then a little bit of old like 80s rock 90s rock in there too yeah can't can't go down with any
0: of those yeah gotta get that balance and just whatever whatever gets you going Mm -hmm. like to Mm -hmm. get that last set in last rep like whatever you need just Mm -hmm. uh play that song and
1: get get you through it yeah i mean everybody uh everybody's got a different personality and they all you know they all need different uh type of pump up music but uh i think for my personality that's kind of naturally what i'm drawn to yeah i love i love that so uh Hayden,
0: thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. I want to wish you the best of luck with the rest of the
1: season. I look forward to following your career the rest of the way. Yeah, Well, thank you so much for having me. I was really, uh, really a pleasure to be here and uh, chat hockey with you. And uh, I'm very grateful. So thank oh, yeah. you. No problem.